Welcome into Game Static, episode 96. Mox Live with Spark Theory. Hope you're having a phenomenal day today. Whatever day you're watching or perhaps listening to this episode. Uh, I got the boys here with me. I got Zach and John. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? Doing good. Ready to go. Don't know what we're going to talk about, but sure. Let's do it. We're going to ramble and we're going to have a good time. That's all that really matters. Uh, John, what about you? How you doing? How you feeling? Don't turn on the TV. <laughs> Don't turn on the TV. I'm doing pretty good. I found the. I saw. I just noticed the remote here. So I was just going to turn the TV on. Well, it would definitely be a my shot. I can see you in my shot, too. So, anyway, how you doing today? I'm doing all right. Just here to we'll, ramble. We'll call it all right. Yeah, I think that's kind of, that's kind of how I'm feeling. It's a good catch all. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, so we've got some uh, pretty decent things to ramble about today, at least in my opinion. Uh, we've had a bit of a controversy pop out this week with The Last of Us, which, no surprise there, that tends to happen with Last of Us. Uh, got uh, Stray from me, to chat about that. Multiverses for you, chat about that. Uh, I'll give my final quick wrap-up thoughts on Fire Emblem, because I'm free. I finally have beat my first playthrough. Golden Wildfire I have completed, so I'll give my wrap-up thoughts on that, because I do have some, de- I definitely have some wrap-up thoughts about it. Uh, some stuff with Halo Infinite going to chat about, and then uh, we, we kind of talked about it briefly last week, but we're going to actually dive into Pokemon Leaks this week, and if you didn't check out last week's episode, I'm starting to do timestamps again, and I plan on doing it every single week now for Game That was Static. actually very nice. Yeah, so if you are a Pokemon fan and you've been avoiding the leaks, you can easily skip over that portion of uh, the talking point, so you're going to be good to go. And some various release dates we got. We got lots of release dates to kind of go over and stuff like that. But uh, first and foremost, if you could like the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, also, get you out our website, spark3.com. You sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. We appreciate that for sure. Uh, and check out our partners and sponsorships, such as Rogue Energy. Use promo code spark to get 10% off your order. Use our referral link down below. Uh, Swift Grips as well. Promo code GameStack for 10% off. And use our referral link down below for Red Dragon. And use GameStack for 10% off. Uh, we do have a promo code in the merch store as well because I threw up some uh, canvas art. I also revamped the merch store, took out a lot of listings that really just didn't need to be there. Uh, you know, kind of cleaned it up quite a bit, uh, as well as add canvas arts of all three of the weekly podcasts. Uh, so you can use promo code Art is Cool for twenty five percent off everything in the merch store, and join the Discord server. That would uh, that definitely be appreciated. So a terrible football show is about to start live here in like less than two weeks, August second, August second. 5 p.m. ish Central Standard Time, right here at youtube.com forward slash Spark 3 Terrible Football Show. We'll be live every single Tuesday starting on uh, the second. Join the, join the Discord, come chat with us, have a great time. Aren't we supposed to do live cast? Yeah, that's coming. It's uh, starting with uh, episode 101. Yeah, shout out episode 100. Okay. Yeah. Are we doing that? Yeah. yeah well, it's, cur- was, it's currently still locked I in, could, yeah. I, I was. Zach was sitting over there and he had this weird look. I didn't know if he was giving me a weird look or if he was thinking. I was thinking while giving you a weird look. Yeah. No. Okay. So originally we were going to kick it off at like 95, but just decided to just wait till after episode 100. Right. I remember that yeah, conversation yeah, now. Yeah. So episode 101, we should be starting live shows here with Game Static every Saturday. Still don't know for sure time that I can give yet. <laughs> I have no, no idea. I'm feeling like because of like the bullshit talk that we do, you know, before show to kind of get the juices flowing. I feel like like a oh, six. Sorry. I feel like a 6 p.m. ish might be a, a goal window if we probably. start early. If we start earlier, we can start earlier. You know, that's probably the best window for us. Uh, once, and I said this last week, no Jared this week. This is his on call week for work. So I think he is working right now. But hopefully he'll be back next week pending the situation that made him miss last week. Also, you know, T's and P's for that for sure. Um, before we jump into everything, boys, you got anything you want to shout out real quick or you want to go ahead and jump into some stuff? 
No, it's an odd crossover. What is an odd crossover? Attack on Titan and Dead by Daylight. I did see that. Yeah, that was a very odd crossover. What's happening? Because I feel like... Is it like anime month or something? Because I'm missing something. Because like everyone's doing anime crossovers. Right. Because like even Apex has a weird uh, Gaiden event, which is just a bunch of knockoff, uh, poor cosplay anime characters for character skins. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is just anime month because I saw the Dead by Daylight thing and I definitely thought that was very odd. I was, I was I, when I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw that. I'm just like, really? That's what we're doing? Yep. You know? Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, John, you got anything you want to shout out? You ready to jump into stuff? Man, I'm going to keep like whipping my head back and forth because I cannot help but look every time the, like, oh, the curtains <laughs> move. <laughs> well, it's, I, it's just... I Are can't help it. I see movement, and I can't help but look. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's movement. It's movement. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into stuff. Well, well, well. Blue box? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have here? A controversy with Naughty Dog involving false advertisement? No. No, Naughty Dog wouldn't do that. They are grade A in marketing. They would never, ever do false advertisement. So quite a bit of controversy this week involving The Last of Us. Uh, part one, now officially renamed to that. That makes sense. Uh, so first off, man, I don't know what's going on over at Naughty Dog, but they've got they've got some people in there that just hates their life, I guess, because they just be leaking out shit all the time. Because Last of Us Part 2 got completely leaked before that game yep. came out. You know, this game was, the announcement was leaked before Summer Game Fest took the wind out of the sails of that ending. And now that recently this week we had... Um, a gameplay leak for the uh, for Last of Us Part One, as and then immediately following, I guess Sony said, "Fuck it, just go ahead and put the the gameplay trailer out that they, they already clearly had made up and ready to go, yeah. just picking a date." Uh, so basically, the big controversy behind this is that okay, so coming into the initial announcement, right, people were already just like, "Really, you know, last, you know, I get his PS Five, but really seventy bucks, you know, that was already the first thing, right?" Yeah. Uh, and now with the uh, gameplay leaks that we've seen, as well as Man, in that trailer, they kind of glossed over gameplay stuff. They really were hammering home, like, oh, look at all the graphical enhancements. You know, <laughs> look at that. Look at, uh, you know, the haptic feedback stuff with your trigger. Like, they really hammered that over gameplay. But, like, the big controversy is, like, the gameplay looks completely unchanged from the first game, which is, you know, you don't go into these games for gameplay necessarily you know you're in there for the story you know because of what the game is you like you don't expect like the almost unbelievably groundbreaking gameplay you just want good gameplay last was last was one gameplay it's kind of rough you know even with i mean when it came out it was great yeah exactly when it came out it was great so like when this announcement was made and talked about summer game fest where quote you know, this game has been rebuilt from the ground up, a full remake for PS5 to utilize it, you know, and further hammered home, like, gameplay enhancements and, and improvements and stuff. Everyone was under that impression because of what Naughty Dog said is that it was going to be a big upgrade, basically yep. like Last of Us Part 2 gameplay in Last of Us Part 1. That does not seem to be the case at all. So now it warrants the big question. It's like, is this really worth $70? You know, it's like... Because like it was already a question like was this even necessary? I remember when we talked about the rumor for this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It's just like a really a remake of the first game is that necessary? I still don't think it is. Um, but but man, just like the false advertisement behind this company is just unbelievable to me. 
Like, and the reason I wanted to talk about this not only is because it's like the biggest piece of news out of gaming this week, it's just because I'm still salty about Last of Us Part Two and how terrible the marketing and advertising behind that game was versus the game that we got. There was a very clear shift in in the story, very clear. Yes, very very clear. So it's just like. I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of Naughty Dog. Like, I give them all the respect in the world, right? Like, they're a very, you know, none of their games are bad. Let me stress that. While I'm not a big fan of The Last of Us games, I think they're horribly overrated. I I acknowledge they're good games. Like, but like, I feel like Naughty Dog is like, like those douchebags from like school or college that bought, that buys into their own hype. That's kind of because where they just know whatever they do is going to, because I mean, <laughs> whatever they do is, is going to sell. Whatever they do is going to work. You know what I mean? Because they don't make bad stuff, but like they, they know that they can just do this stuff and completely get away with it. You know, people are still going to buy this. You know, it's still going to sell. It's not going to sell like what part one sold or, you know, the original game because the original game sold like I think 20 mil. Oh yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, Part two only sold like uh, ten to fifteen mil. This one will, will probably sell. Uh, it'll still it'll sell below that, in my opinion. I don't think it'll break ten mil, um, but I do think that it'll still sell easily over at least five million copies, I mean, close yeah. to ten mil. But no, like the controversy this week involving it just with its gameplay just not being what it's what it was advertised to be. That's the big, that's the big deal breaker here. So I was kind of curious on you guys' thoughts on this this idea of this remake you know which only seems to be a big graphical enhancement for seventy dollars because you know that's that's always the big touchy point right now is that seventy dollar price tag see meanwhile i'm sitting over here and i'm like how am i the one that like i'm not surprised by it but also how did i misread any like anything they've said or don't because as you said they're like completely rebuilt from the ground up I missed that apparently, or I just blocked that part out and don't remember it. Because this entire time, I've just been assuming they're taking it, enhancing the graphics up to be PS5, and then releasing it again. That's been my mindset. So I'm I wasn't necessarily shocked by mm-hmm. like n- there not being like much gameplay changes, right? Because in my head, that's where where I was. So I don't understand. I, I'm confused how I've misinterpreted this entire thing to where I'm the one who's like, "Well, yeah, this is what I thought it was." Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> it was in that uh, that talk with Jeff at Summer Game Fest. Neil yeah. said yep. the game was rebuilt for the ground up for yeah. the PS5. Yeah, it's, it's like because because he stressed that this is a remake of the game. Like he sh- was stressing that. It's <laughs> like as I've gone back and looked at, it, I'm like, you know what? They did actually say this. Yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> somehow I just grossly misinterpreted what they said <laughs> to be what they're giving everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean does did the game need to be like a remake or a remaster or anything not i wouldn't really think so i mean i mean i think the remaster on ps4 is fun yeah it's that's like what I, yeah. that's what i played it's like in see because that in my in my head they were i thought they were essentially taking that and just porting bringing it. that yeah. up and bringing it into the ps5 graphics and that that's where i thought they were but obviously I've grossly misinterpreted what they had said. Right. But, I mean, did it need to happen again? Not really. I mean, people. it's like, it's not been that long since it was brought back up to PS4. Like, in all actuality, it hadn't been that long. It's, a, it's just, and does it need to be $70? Hell no. No, absolutely not. It's like, even, even if they, it was like a, like 
they were enhancing it, bring it up, it still wouldn't need to be seventy dollars. It's like because it's gonna be the what second, third, fourth time they're selling this game. Yeah, uh, something fourth. Like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is gonna be the fourth time they're selling this game. And it hasn't even been out for ten years, right? Because it's. I think the first one came out what. 2013 maybe that sounds right and it's like a lot of a lot of games that do release like four or five copies of the game it's an older game that's being sold on like four or five different generations of a, of like consoles or it's being ported to different consoles than it originally came out on this game what less 10 less than 10 years old yeah. is the fourth yeah. time they're releasing it again came out 2013 okay so yeah it's, it's about like, to be 10 it, it's like i mean at at most, like an updated version of the game, I would say like forty dollars most. Yeah, it, and and in my opinion, that would be pushing it. Yeah, and I I also want to throw in, I mean, like uh, we as a community, like we know why it's being done because it's essentially for a marketing push for the HBO show. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, was it really necessary for this remake? That's apparently like not like the, from the, from what I've seen from a lot of people talking about it is like. They're just like this is like it doesn't need to be called a remake. It just needs to be called more so like a definitive edition to play the, the definitive way to play the game. That's what it looks like because I mean, doing it as a full release seems very unnecessary because of what this game is and what we're used to it. As we said, this is like it's fourth time being released. Did I expect it to get re-released on PS Five? Yes, yeah. I, but I expected more as a re-release with like a bundle set with. Part one and part two kinda together, like, kind of like yeah. Spider Man did. Yes, with Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah, for PS Five. So us getting a whole re-release and them supposedly saying remaster is sort of a what the fuck, guys. Well, even then, it's like because they're it's like the game's gonna come out seventy dollar price tag, and help two years from now, then you'll get a bundle of part one and part two together for seventy dollars. Probably. Yeah. It's like I don't know. I understand that like the if they want to rate like newer games are going to come out they're going to be $70. One, this is not a newer game. And two, from like from what we've seen so far, not that it's like you're they're focusing on like the graphics and everything. It's like everything else appears to be pretty much the same. So you haven't changed that much of it and you're going to charge people you're going to charge them more than they paid for the original game for the original game that yes. looks a little bit nicer. Yeah. Like and that's, I don't know. I don't like that. And it's also like just one random thing to kind of throw out here. Like, cause I've seen a lot of people like to point this out, even though it's like, it's not that big of a draw. It's really not. Is that you're technically paying $70 for this game that has less content than the original game because the original game had the multiplayer. And yeah. I, I understand that's not a huge selling point. There was a, a community that definitely played that game up until servers got killed. Uh, but, like, you're, you're paying more for a game with less content. And that's another argument people have made. Well, and, and this is also, like, an entirely very, uh, like, full circle kind of conversation because um, a couple weeks ago with Jared's debut episode, we had the conversation about it was, it was GTA 4 and Red Dead Redemption 1 being, you know, being remade up. And he, Jared posed the question, is that necessary? And yes. our... our our mindset was yes, because they're still trapped a couple generations back. You know, it hasn't been brought up like Last of Us already have with this remaster that is drastically better than the original game. You know what I mean? So that's why it's like, while GTA 4 and Red Dead Redemption 1, those feel like at a point now where it's like those would be kind of more in the realm of necessary for a remaster on current gen, while this just, it feels so unnecessary other than just 
a cash grab and just advertisement for the show. And then that's where it's like, I'm with you where it's like, it doesn't really set right at all. So, you know, especially coming back that to the whole uh, main argument of, Hey, it's 70 fucking dollars. Yeah. Did you have something? I mean, it's a rough thing. I mean, have they said whether it's just going to be the last of us or is it going to have the left behind DLC with it? Now that I haven't actually seen, I haven't seen anything if they're going to have the DLC with it or not. Oh God. Yeah. So I think it might just be the last of us. And you know the stuff that they're doing with like the haptic feedback, like that all looks dope. Like don't get me wrong, I mean it, it looks great on any PlayStation Five game. That's not know? twenty dollars more. Worth yeah, it. It, exactly. It's not like they're hammering so much like on the graphics, and the graphics look great, great, good job, guys. But I got three copies of Last of Us on PS3. I'll go play that again. Yeah, like it's it's well, it's it, fine. It, I it's one of those things where it's like I understand it's like newer games they're going to hammer graphics, or when they're porting up old games they want to hammer in how much nicer it looks. Yeah. I mean, it is nice. It's you don't. The thing is, you don't necessarily need to focus on the graphics. It, it's like they might be focusing on it because that's what they did. Mm. It's like, I mean, hell, I've spent every game I've played in the last week is like. I mean, they're all like two D games or like. It's like they're they're not great looking games. It's right. like everything is just. It's like they look like games that probably could have come out twenty years ago or fifteen years ago. Mm. Just it's like gameplay is a lot of fun on them, but graphics aren't that big of a deal if that's your only selling point. True for bringing up a higher price tag on it. True, and you know with the the lack of uh, gameplay uh, improvements, I saw one guy. You know, and I've already shouted him out. You know, uh, Gene Parker shouted him out a couple weeks ago. He says he got diagnosed with cancer, whatever. I saw him put out a tweet where he was just like, you know, that he's like the biggest thing that disappoints me or whatever about the lack of gameplay enhancements is me. It means that Joel is only going to have his one stealth takedown of the chokehold. Yep. Where like in the second game there was so much more because he's just like, man, I know the game is supposed to be a stealth game, but the first game I just go full aggro because there's only one, <laughs> there's only one stealth <laughs> takedown you can do. So he's like, I just go in guns blazing with the first game because of that. So it's just little niche things like that that I'm seeing the community talk about. It's just like, oh man, that kind of sucks, you know? Because like, uh, I don't like, for example, I, I don't. If I remember right, you can't even go prone in the first game. Like just a random little thing like that. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't go prone. It's just like, like little things where it's like that seems like a, such a small detail of why is it not in the game? You know what I mean? Like it feels like it should be in the game, but I don't know. But apparently, again, you know, it's a remake built from the ground up. Apparently, ah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's been a very interesting controversy to follow this week. I mean, I like even before uh, when I, I was under the impression it was just a full remake, I had zero intentions on getting this game. Now it's like like in the negatives. Like this is it's because that price tag's fucking stupid in my opinion. But Naughty Dog, the king of false advertising, I will stand by that. I don't know. Uh, They're I don't second. Know. Who, who's first for you? Blue Box. Uh, you know what? Fair. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Yeah, Naughty Dog's number two behind Blue Box. That's that's totally fair. Shout out to Blue Box Game Studios. What a what a what a legend. Another shout John out to Blue is Box. now Don. Why are John we is still done. fucking talking about goddamn Blue Box. <laughs> because you two can't fucking let it go. No. no, because they are the worst in advertising. How are they still a company? They set a standard yep. for poor advertising. That's true. And how a company should be dead. Yep. So until someone surpasses them. They have to be mentioned. They're going to be on the back burner. Yep, they have to be mentioned. As a throwout. Yep. Hey, that was one of the best, that was one of the best story arcs of Game Static. 
was the blue box. Was the blue box? When we story. got our friggin' aluminum blue box hats. <laughs> yeah, that was a great time. I enjoyed those episodes quite a bit. So fuck off, John. John was at the time to help me with editing, and he I, I'd send him stuff, and Josh's like, "Fuck another thing about blue box." It wasn't even just. It was like <laughs> you would send me like it'd be like a segment of show like. 10 15 or like 10 12 minutes yeah, segment yeah. other segment of show like six minutes or something like that blue box 37 minutes <laughs> it was a conspiracy theory yeah, we, john we were we were diving down the rabbit hole i mean i mean after after like six weeks of these like 30 minute blue box segments i was like god damn dude god come on guys come on. <laughs> look zach and i were feeding off each other with that okay we were having a good time yeah someone man someone should have taken the food away yeah because i remember like one of the first times we jumped into it i you know i started and i kind of stopped like all right no 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 we're doing this and I, zach's just like all right down the rabbit hole we go <laughs> Yeah, those good times, man. Good times. But I mean, speaking of good times, how's Fire Emblem? Yeah, Fire Emblem. Man, I'm free. I Boys, don't know I'm if free. You can say good times with that. Well, one. <laughs> that's a fair point. I'm free, and you know what? I've... See, this is such a stark contrast compared to any time we ask you about three houses. I know, man. I was having a great time for like twelve chapters, and then it really started. There was that. There was that stretch from like chapter eleven ish to probably like fifteen of just. Oh, dude, that that stretch beat me the hell down. Once I got to fifteen, it got a little bit better because I, I got hit with story mission after story mission. Yeah, you know, I didn't have to go back to the map, you know. Yeah, and that wasn't that bad. But man, that game beat me down. Uh, overall, like, it's not a bad game because I get that it's a Warriors game. Yeah. I, I get that's what goes into it. It's just a ton of content. I will say, with a heavy heart, the the ending for Golden Wildfire was horribly lackluster. Horribly horribly lackluster and i did a, i didn't get like details on how the other ones ended but apparently they all kind of end the same way where Oof. it's like a horribly lackluster ending of where it's like you know i don't want to say too much to spoil it because it means it's a long game for some people yeah. but it is just a very lackluster ending i mean the last the last mission for golden wildfire at least was super super dope like I had a I had a dope time there. For in my case, I guess I will spoil this part because I imagine it'll be different for everyone. So it doesn't completely matter. Uh, is you know my last boss was Raya uh, in this one, which you know was was super cool because because uh, I, I want to say like in three houses, I want to say like your last boss was Raya, right? In yeah. in, in black. Okay. Um, so that was cool. And man, uh, there was there was a lot of awesome um, fighting there. A lot of strategy that kind of had to go into it because like, dude, Ray was fucking putting the beat down on my units. I mean, it came down where I only had like three of my guys left out on the battlefield. Everyone else was almost fucking dead. Damn. Um, had a uh, the end the, the ending closing bit was super cool as well. There's a there's this sweet shot that'd be a dope ass wallpaper of when you know Ray is in the immaculate one form. You know, hits the ground and Claude's just standing there with his bow. Sweet wallpaper shot right there. But I mean, like. The ending was just so horribly lackluster because, like, it doesn't wrap anything up. That That's what makes it bad. I mean, you'll just have to complete it to see what I'm talking about, but it doesn't DLC. wrap anything Yeah, it doesn't wrap. And, and, you know, I fully anticipate that. I mean, every other Warriors game, I mean, I'm, all the Warriors games have DLC, right? Like, okay, so the ones, <laughs> the ones you play don't. I mean... Because obviously the Nintendo so, ones do. So I guess DLC in terms of what Warriors game usually have is not necessarily story based. They just add more characters. Okay. Yeah. But bottom line is there's always DLC. Something. Yes. Okay. So I, that that's what I was referring to. I wasn't referring to story content. Okay. I, I just meant, I just meant say DLC. Story based DLC. Nope. No. No. I just meant I just <laughs> meant oh, that was funny. I just meant DLC in general because like you know I know all the other Nintendo Warriors games all have DLC, yeah. which is all just characters. So I am curious like if they do have the DLC, 
I am curious because of like how Three Houses is and how like this universe is. I am curious if they will have story content as a fourth route. Because from what I kind of understand from the other two routes, they are different, but they all end in this lackluster way, right? Where it's like, you know, character, these characters haven't been resolved yet. These characters are still alive, etc. So I am kind of curious. This is why you just kill everybody. Basically. So I am kind of curious if they're if they do have DLC, which I fully anticipate them to have for at least characters, if they will have an actual fourth story route for a DLC. I don't know. Based on how Three Houses is, I feel like that's something they may actually do because like four, you know, Three Houses had their fourth route. Um, so I don't know. It's just something to kind of keep in mind. I will say if they do a character DLC, I'd be very curious of who they would add. Um, because like I'm curious if they would just do like original characters by chance, or you know maybe they'll give like um, human forms for the other two um, the other two saints, you know, because obviously Sedith and, and Flane are two of them, and then the other two you do get introduced to in three houses in paralogs, but they're in their dragon forms, so maybe they could be characters. Cause, I mean, we got Holst introduced in this game, you know, as well as other key characters like uh, Lawrence's father and stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, as well as like Nemesis. Will maybe Nemesis be a character? Will maybe any of the the ten elites be characters? They all have character designs. Like they have to make something up. So I, I'm going to be very curious to see what they do. Yeah, I would say Nemesis is a possibility. And I my my Hail Mary pitch is going to be like those those two dragons. You know what the greatest DLC map would be? Hmm. Just a free map where you just choose a faction and then conquer. I mean, that would be pretty dope. That would be pretty dope. I'd be here for that. But alas, probably won't get that. I mean, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Oh, another one that I could see them adding is the Abyss Keeper. I, w- I could see them adding the Abyss Keeper. Gatekeeper's in the game, so I could see them getting the Abyss Keeper as a playable character, which getting the Gatekeeper is a very stupid way to get. Like, he is the hardest character to get. Not not necessarily meaning, like, it's actually hard. It's just, it takes a lot of time, because you have to beat, like, all three story routes to unlock the Gatekeeper as a playable character. That, that's that, okay. That, that's a time chunk. That's, mm. you know, but I mean, it, it was all right though. It was all right. You know, very lackluster ending though. Very broke my heart. Like when it, when the credits started rolling, I'm just like, that's it, really. And then you saw the end screen and went, I'm free. I did. Yeah, I got pumped. I was like, oh my god, I'm free. I was like, all right, you know, I know I'm not gonna pick this up anytime soon. So let's at least start a new one just to see what New Game Plus offers and then get the fuck out. So I immediately got in. The first thing that it lets me pull in is all supports. So, you know, you, and you can choose who you want to pull into, which is pretty neat. Okay. So you can choose to have it all just wiped clean. You can choose like, oh, yeah, you know, I kind of want to only have like, you know, my character be supp- max support with, you know, uh, Lysitia and Leone and, and uh, you know, Claude. And that's it. You know, if you're doing Golden Deer again, for example, and then everyone else rebuild it. You know, so that was kind of interesting. Guys, I got to say, like, I got to the first mission, um, you know, like, I got to the camp, and I was done. I was like, I can't go any further. <laughs> like, so I don't know what else New Game Plus offers, because I know I, I didn't get far enough to find out. <laughs> well, damn. I, I, I couldn't do it. I, you know, I, I was geared up for, like, the next mission, and I, I could not do it. <laughs> couldn't bring myself. I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to do it again. You sent, you sent, like, a message or, like, a screenshot or something, being like, I've finished... I'm going to check out the New Game Plus options. I was just waiting for like two hours later to go, oh, shit, I'm playing it again. No, <laughs> no I couldn't do it, man. It, it, that game broke the shit out of me. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, now I'll talk about the cat game. Though. Hey, guys. Uh, future me here. Uh, so a quick disclaimer before we jump into this portion of the show. I didn't realize this in the moment. I had like just beat Stray that day. 
Uh, I just got caught up in the moment, I guess, and I wasn't really thinking. But I actually gave a pretty decent amount of spoiler spoilers now that I think about it. So I just want to give that disclaimer. If you want to play this game and you don't want to be spoiled, uh, that's why we got the timestamps. Just go ahead and skip to the next segment. Uh, TLDR, great game. I definitely recommend playing it. I personally want to buy it when physical release comes out because I played it on PlayStation Plus uh, Premium. Uh, I gave it 8 out of 10. Very fun game. Highly recommend. With that said, let's if, if you don't care about spoilers, let's just get into the segment. If not, skip to the next one. All right, bye. Stray. Stray came out this week. Um, download it for PlayStation Plus Premium. Did beat the game. It is a short game. Very short game. I mean, you can beat it in like five hours. And my play time was like four hours, 45 minutes, I think. Uh, if you 100% it, it'd be like more like probably like uh, seven hours or so to find all the collectibles you know, that you can find and everything. Uh, but it is a very fun game. It's just a, obviously a uh, puzzle game, puzzle, uh, stealth adventure game is the best way to put it. Just following this cat's journey, uh, where the cat's with his family at the beginning, like above, uh, the city that the game takes place in and you're just kind of roaming around pipe kind of falls and you, and you cat takes a massive plunge into this city where no chance this cat would actually live. I don't think it is a horrifying, yeah, it is a horrifying scene to watch. It is. Yeah, it is. No chance this cat fucking lives, IRL, in my opinion. That is way too far of a fall. It's like a, it, it shows like 15 seconds of the cat falling through different types of environments, yep. basically. That cat, that cat should have been dead. Yeah, it should Damn. Be, oh, straight up dead. Yeah, so you basically get trapped in this massive uh, city that's currently locked off, right? Because the way that you fall in, it was kind of like a drainage, like sewer system, essentially. And once you kind of come out of that, you're in this city that's just kind of closed off. Think of like, like basically like a gigantic vault from like Fallout, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of the vibe of like you're just like in this city, just completely closed off. And I at the end of the game, you actually get to see the city uh, from up above in like the control room. So to kind of get a visual image of the city for you guys, think of bossing, say, but a giant fucking roof over it. Oh, okay. That's literally what it like when I'm sitting here looking at this because like there's even one part where like you see like all the slums and shit, and then there's another massive wall in the middle of the city with a, another set of the city and at a higher altitude. So I'm like, this is like bossing say basically, you know, you know, just with how all the walls around and shit. That's kind of what I envisioned. And you all you're trying to do is just get out, get out of the city. You know, it's it's a post apocalyptic world. Humans aren't a thing. You don't really get to find out really what happened to them. And if you do, maybe I've I just missed it. I don't feel like I did. I don't feel like it was really addressed other than they're not here. That was kind of it is they're just not here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you get encountered with like these uh, like little almost like I, I think of like the little like larva flood from Halo in a way, but they have eyes. Uh, they're called Zerks. Like you, you see a bunch of them where they just have like infestation all over the walls and shit. And they basically just eat anything. You know, they, they can kill you. They will jump on you. And you like shake them off and shit. Um, and, you know, you find out through just, like, different pieces of content that you can read and stuff that these Zerks ended up starting eating metal as well. So all these robots that live in the city, as you know, now they're at risk. So, like, the couple areas that you get to go to where you get to interact with the robots, they're completely closed off from, like, infected parts of this city. Gotcha. Uh, and the thing that's interesting about these robots is, like, these robots have taken on 
a mind of their own in the sense of like they believe like they are fully living organisms essentially like they they let me, let me rephrase that they know they're robots but they are truly taking on like true like hard personalities gotcha. like they're living life like a human would like having jobs even though they really don't need jobs other you know like uh needing they need clothes they need blankets you know whatever so it's very kind of fascinating to kind of watch all this kind of uh, develop with all the different robots that you meet throughout the game and you know like one of the first ones like in terms of key characters one of the first ones that you meet is a character named Momo uh, who he and some friends of his other robots had spent years trying to escape they want to go outside they want to get out of the city uh, and then like so pretty much a majority of your game is essentially meeting the other three because they're no longer in this main area that you first get into like the main like town the slums is what it, what it was called like they, they're no longer in there. So you, like you first have to find this character, then you find this character, then you find this character. And it's all just like a step-by-step step of them helping you get out because like they even, they're called the outsiders. It's just their group. Like they, like, you know, when you meet the last one and you know, the last one essentially sacrifices itself. It does not, not in a death sense, but like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I, I'll distract what's called the the Sentinels, which is another group of like AI that act as like a police force, a very mm-hmm. brutal police force. Like you know, you know that you know this one sacrifices like to distract them, let the cat get away, and you know it's just like, hey, you're one of us now. The Outsiders was never about all of us getting out; it's about at least someone getting out. That was the whole play. Um, you know, the little B twelve robot that's on your on your back, whatever you know that you you know you meet and it follows with you throughout the whole game. You're Navi essentially. You get to dive more into their backstory uh, because, like, you know, at first it just seems like a normal robot, no big deal, little little bot, little AI bot, yeah. like, whatever. And then, like, as throughout the game, you can find this is part of the collectibles part. You can find like different portions to unlock this bot's memories because it doesn't like it, it. It for the longest time it thought that it had like you know a scientist that developed it. The scientist is gone, you know, because all the humans are gone, and that was kind of the impression. And then as more memories started to come unlocked, the bot had the realization that this like. You know, it remembered that he that it was actually human at one point and put its brain inside this bot. Oh. You know, that it, it's memory. So, like, you know, that's like a big moment there. And then as the game kind of goes on, it just continues to help you get point A to point B to where you can finally get out of the city. Um, you know, it was a very fun game. Music was top tier. Love the music throughout the whole thing. Um, you know, it, it's just a nice little puzzle game. You know, there's lots of different ways that you can go about doing stuff. Uh, and I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, you know, I'll probably pick up the physical release when it comes out. And I could see a, a sequel coming because, you know, number one, it doesn't like it doesn't finish things off with fi- and like, oh, my God, you found your family in the store. Yay. It, you know, it ends with you getting out of the city. And plus with how they, you know, the city, I think I don't, you know, was just uh, there. You know, this is where I kind of related with the fallout thing is that the cities are numbered, apparently, uh, in whatever this world is, because this particular large city that you're in is uh city 99 or whatever it was properly called whatever 99 so i'm curious if there is going to be sequels where number one you're trying to get back with your family and number two if you get to go to another one of the cities but i mean overall i really enjoyed the game for what it was i mean if you get if you got playstation plus i definitely i mean i'd recommend buying it honestly i'd buy it for 30 bucks yeah i want to i want to buy the physical release yeah, I really enjoyed the game. I thought it was very, very fun. Especially when I went into the game, really, because not knowing what it was. Because even you asked me, it's like, what is this game? And I'm just like, I don't know. And you're like, Alex, you're the one that's excited for it. I'm like, I don't know. I just, there, there's a cat. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> you get a lot of cute moments, though. You get a lot of cute moments with the cat, so that's always nice. It's always devastating when the cat dies. I died a few times, unfortunately. That's a devastating experience. Very heartbreaking, but... 
No, I mean, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, the different interactions with, with, like, the robots and stuff, you know? Because, like, they, they do have, like, emotions and everything. Because, like, uh, in, in uh, one the, it's, like, the third city that I came into called Midtown. There was, like, this random dude just sleeping on a couch. Random robots sleeping on a couch on the side of, the, you know, in the alleyway. And you can, like, uh, you can go up to him and jump on his chest and, like, curl up and fall asleep, whatever. So, like, whenever you do that, he kind of, like... Fuck, and he sees that there's a cat, and like you know, all the robots like their faces are like a TV screen. So he's just sitting there looking at you, and then his like face just becomes like a full heart, and he just puts his hat back on, and his leans back, and you just go to sleep with him. <laughs> so it's just like little cute moments like that. Uh, it was a good game, though. I really enjoyed it. Well, mm-hmm. glad you got to live your life as a cat. Yep. Did you see the mods that people did for it? No, oh, God. I, I have not seen any mods actually. Somebody, what, what have they done? Somebody, it's like there was a group that modded the game so that instead of meowing. Cat scream, Jason. Yes. <laughs> because people cannot get enough of it. God dang it! That's incredible. No, I'm gonna have to go look at that. I'm gonna go look at some mods. I didn't know. I, I, I didn't. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't realize people were already modding it. I figured I, they would. I had just. Sense, I had like immediately seen like people were that people were trying to do it, and then I think they had actually got it got it working right but yeah i'd say that i was like that is just that's that awful is, that's great yeah <laughs> no if i had to rate i'd probably give like an eight out of ten i'd say eight out of ten i ah. think is pretty fun you know i mean it's it go into it expecting it won't take you that long you can you beat seem it one to be a little harsher than most critics yeah most people are giving like a nine out of ten, 10, yeah, out of 10. it's getting yeah. ten nine yeah, 10 yeah it's everywhere. getting a lot of high scores yeah no i mean i, I would probably give it like an eight out of ten i mean it, it was fun yeah. my only complaint with the game i guess is and, like, I understand it's, like, a, a, a puzzle game. Like, I get it. But, like, I do wish there was a more of an emphasis on, like, combat versus the Zerks. Because there was a section in the game where you did get a chance to actually fight back. Where your little B12 got uh, hooked up. Because, like, these Zerks, they, they die to, like, extreme light. Uh, they just, like, pop. Like, like the flood or whatever. And there was a portion of the game where your B12 got uh, equipped with a, a light... It's a big, super bright light that you could use to like just kill all the Zerks and stuff. But like, it was a very short lived moment where you know the way they kind of built it is like, oh, yeah, this is here for the rest of the game for you. But then it obviously comes to a point where it's just like, oh, hey, that's fraud, I can't do that anymore. Uh, so it was, it was just very, very short lived, you know what I mean? So, like, it, like, while I didn't want like a large amount, I didn't go into the game expecting combat, but like, once you got to experience it, we're like, oh, yeah, I get to finally fight back some because it's like, it's not like it was overpowered, it only lasted for a few seconds before I had to recharge. Like, it really wasn't that, it wasn't that defining, but it still is like, you still had to run for your fucking life and try to shake these things off, but it still would have been nice to like maybe keep that in the game, you know what I mean? Not a, not a groundbreaking thing, but that that was really my only major complaint. I would say you're a cat, not Rambo. I know, I know, but anyway, eight out of ten. I think it's a fun game. Go play it. It's fun. What about multiverses? How's multiverses treating you? I mean, multiverses is still very fun. Um, Iron Giant is a prick. Uh, like no, legitimately. So Iron Giant's still an experimental, so they may change him a bit before official release, but. Like, his character model compared to everyone else is about twice the size. Yeah. He takes up the whole damn map. It's like a Ridley situation. Yes. Yeah. It's stupid. I mean, he has the best hitbox for you if you're an assassin character, though, because you just beat the crap out of him. <laughs> but um, for anyone else, Iron Jane's just like, oh, that's fun. Smack. Or picks you <laughs> up and literally just throws you. I mean, overall, I'm still having fun with it. Um especially since the last beta. 
Uh, it is in early access this week, so it goes into open beta on the 26th, actually, when this episode, a couple days before this episode. I forgot our upload. Is it Tuesdays? It's Tuesdays, but I'll probably upload this early. Okay. Yeah, I'm starting to get into the habit of uh, trying to upload the episodes early. Okay. Um, that's what I'm trying to get into. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't remember it uploading Tuesday, but I yeah, was saying- I'm probably going to change like Animan Plus's upload date. I'm going to try to start hitting that Saturday mornings if I can. And I was going to probably bump this one up to at least Mondays for now. I mean, we're going live anyway, but gotcha. I'm trying to come out earlier. Uh, so the 26th is when it goes into full open beta, along with the release of LeBron James. Yep. Dude, that trailer <laughs> looked fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, I saw it and I went, I see how all his skills work. And I was like, he's going to be a pain in the ass to fight. It was, I mean, yeah, I watched like the, the trailer that you posted yeah. about it. And I was like, I was like, holy shit. Talk about it's like talk about just giving someone everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be a pain in the ass to go up against. But I mean, it'll be nice count. It'll be nice to be able to play Taz against him because Taz's whole thing is like he's supposed to be a slight counter to projectile users because he can swallow your projectiles and throw them back at you. Yeah. So LeBron tries and passes Taz the rock. He swallows it and throws it back at. Him. <laughs> I mean, so far all the characters still have they fixed some kinks in here and there from. The last beta. Uh, all the characters are still very fun. The big thing with it is they do have a small battle pass for this, which I'm sort of iffy about their battle pass just because the progression of it seems slow to me at the moment. Mm. Because <clears throat> you get six daily missions, which each gives 100 uh, XP towards the battle pass, but each tier takes anywhere from... From the starting, takes like 100, but slowly progresses up to like 600 and increasing, mm -hmm. ongoing. So, if you do the dailies, you get maybe a level. And that requires you to do specific things, like do so much damage in one match, do certain things first before anyone else, actually win matches as a certain class. Then you have the seasonal missions, which provides about 600, so one block. So, once you run out of those, it's sort of like, alright, now what? Because for each match, unless you only get about 10 XP towards it, unless you run a three, unless you run a full three round, and then you get 30. Hmm. Yeah, battle passes. I'm, I've, I don't know. I've, you sound like I'm you very, <laughs> I'm very like iffy on battle passes for the most part. Some, some games do battle passes perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. uh, but as, I don't know. I'm not as big on battle passes, or I prefer if they have, if it's just generic things. Yeah. I hate when battle passes are like, now go do this with this character. It's like, well, I don't play that character. It's like, right, it's yeah. like, but now I have to go try to try to uh, do stuff with that character, even though that's not what I'm doing, regardless of the game. It's yeah, because it's like, uh, but yeah, no, it's like that stuff, especially when they start increasing the amount, because. It, it like it drastically increasing or exponentially increasing the amount of XP it takes per tier. It's like that's just. It's like if you don't want people to get it, or if you want it to start taking longer to unlock things, just make it. Make your experience bars smaller overall instead yeah. of making it a hundred or giving you like one mission or like a hundred is your one and one mission gives you a hundred points make the missions give you like 20 yeah. or something it's like pr progress it that way don't just start making it where if you complete 
like you start with, oh, I completed that mission. Oh, I got a battle pass reward. And then eventually get to, well, I completed all six of them. And I got it now. Well, I don't know how much exponentially it increases because with their small little battle pass doing for this beta, it's only 15 blocks. And yeah. so far I'm halfway through it and none has increased higher than 600. So 600 may be their max. So like one block a day, which meh. Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those where it's like it can, especially because I don't, I, I mean, granted, I don't know how long the beta is running. Uh, pretty much two, two or three weeks. I forget. Because if it's, because at that point, it's like, if you, if you're getting halfway through and it's 600 per, I don't know how many seasonal rewards are in there. I haven't looked at it personally, but if you're having to do, if you have to do every daily mission and complete all that to get one level on it then i could it's like that can get frustrating because then it's like if you miss a day or if you don't hop on then that's it then it feels bad yeah it's like it's it's the feel bad when the amount of time you have to put in it's like you have to log in you have to do all your dailies on it to get the rewards yes that's that's one of the few things with it that i'm sort of like meh about just because their battle pass system could use a bit of tinkering for people who actually want to go full deep into that yeah with playing and whatnot. Um, the other interesting thing is that the uh, the founder packs, so they got a... I, I, was, I was noticing these. Yeah. So they got a $40, $60, and then 100 For the most part, it's all cosmetic stuff for the most part and just getting special things. Hey, you supported the game early on enough and whatnot. The big thing I got from it was that uh, you get character tickets, which automatically unlocks characters for you. Yeah. If you do the... 30, you get 15. It's either 10 or 15. It's 15. It's 15, which is enough tickets to get that initial uh, cast characters currently minus one. So, which I guess technically you'd have extra tickets because there's already a free rotation. You automatically unlock Wonder Woman for doing the tutorial and then uh, one character for finishing all the opening tutorial missions. Uh, so it's enough to get all current roster. Then the $100 one, which is the max, gives you 30. So at this point in time, it's definitely stating at least 30 characters are going to be in the roster. Which is a nice to that's know. A, that's a nice number. Yeah, that's a nice at least starting roster, depending on how, if they're going to continue it afterwards. Yeah. Especially since this is going to be a free-to-play game once it actually comes out. True. Um, in which there's already been some slight leaks and whatnot and people speculating that we definitely got LeBron James. There's definitely speculation of Rick and Morty being in it just because Mr. Meeseeks is already in the game. I'm actually looking at that right now. Yeah, it oh. just happened to be on the, my Twitter timeline. Right yeah. And then there was a leaked picture at one point that had Gandalf. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, Gandalf the okay. Grey, everybody. Okay, let's go. Let's I don't know go. if don't that one's ever going to be... That one's going to come out, but there was a leaked picture at one point that had... Gandalf the Grey amongst the roster, along with Rick Sanchez. One thing I wanted to ask you is progression towards unlocking characters. Uh, it's not bad. I mean, um, so each character also has a level track, and that one's actually pretty easy to finish out the level track for the characters and finish out their own personal rewards. For actually unlocking characters themselves, I'm going to be curious about it because, I mean, it's not bad, so... They have tiers like most. If it's a recommended character, which are essentially the easy characters, they cost uh, 1,500 coins. 
for regular characters at normal difficulty, 2,000. And then for what are considered the expert, 3,000. I mean, it doesn't take terribly long to uh, rack up coins if you're actually playing because you get at least 100 for a one round. If you do a full three round and win... Oh, wait, am I doing that backwards? I'm doing that backwards because that's XP. Um, I know I'm usually getting somewhere between 50 and like 150 coins. Okay, so probably between match or a set, basically. You yeah. can get 50 to 100. That's not bad. Yeah, 50. And I mean, sometimes um, I'm scratching 200. I haven't really been paying attention to the coins too much and per progression, per match. I just know I've racked up a decent amount with the bit I've played to be able to purchase at least one character from the initial 2,000 you get for completing all the uh, tutorial stuff. And then at least another two thousand get another character if I wanted. Okay. Oh, okay. It's a weird the way the way my brain is thinking about unlocking characters in games with like that have their currency system towards it. Mm-hmm. I, my brain went okay. What is on the scale of like league to apex? <laughs> <laughs> because because in league, if you pl- like between character rota- or like a new character coming out, or if you played solidly, like when they were releasing characters yeah. all the time, if you played for the week, you would be able to get the like a decent amount. You would have enough currency to get the character. Yeah. Whereas Apex, you could. I mean, you you have to play the shit out of that game. Yeah, you gotta you play the get, shit out of it. It's like you gotta play it a lot to get enough of the currency to unlock a new character. I was about to say. If you're if you end up playing multiverse consistently, you'll end up having plenty of yeah. coins to buy characters. It, it's one of those where it's like it casual friendly towards unlocking characters yes. through, through just playing the game. Yeah, because I I was gonna buy a character, but I may save my coins and just get LeBron when he comes out month Tuesday. <laughs> Honestly, I saw that LeBron trailer and went, "All right, that's it. Multiverse is, is more ambitious than Smash." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's accurate. <laughs> And you know what the thing is, though? I guarantee you Sakurai wishes he could be that ambitious. He's just, he's shackled. He's shackled by Nintendo. I promise you. Let's, I mean, Sakurai would be the kind of guy to have a good time like that. And, and the great thing about it is they have announcer packs for all the characters, which is very cheap. You can only get it by getting the in game currency, but it's 100 so it's a dollar announcer pack. So I might buy. Because I have Bugs Bunny and Taz right now, which are entertaining. So mm, okay, hmm. yeah. I'll, I don't know this this game. This game looks ridiculous, and it looks fun. I mean, it is fun, it, and I can definitely feel it because during the close, it's mostly just people who have already been played the game in one of the previous close things. So there's some different. You can definitely see a skill tier right now. So I'm gonna, oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to be curious how much it's going to change when Tuesday happens and it pops off for everybody. Yeah. You're you're in there with the with the sweaties trying to figure out their mains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm getting there because I flex on Taz, which Taz is sort of a. I'm gonna be honest. Taz is probably not the most difficult character to figure out because his he's a horizontal type. More or less, you go in, you smash people, and you spin to win. Yeah. So Meta Knight. Yeah. Yes. It seems a seems a bit gimmicky. Yes. Yeah. Versus when I do Harley Quinn, which I'm getting down, is she's a vertical, so her main setup is getting your ass in the air and throwing you up the top of the building. 
which she's very fun as well. Because, I mean, I flex on Taz, Harley Quinn, and uh, Jake the dog. Yeah, because I want to... I do eventually want to sit down and actually try to get into this game. It has crossplay. Just lean to let me know. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I... And the crossplay so far from both the times I've been part of the betas has been seamless. I mm. mean, there's a slight... Sometimes when it's me and, a, and three PCs, there's a slight time lag for me in loading in versus them, but not enough to make it significant. Okay. Is there still an actual time period when the game is fully coming out? Not that I've paid Just attention to. Yeah. You got it. Okay. I think they're I think they're getting pretty close to full release though. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Cool. And whenever it fully comes out, I'll probably download it and play with you. Guys. You have access to it, bro. I know I do. Uh, I I gotta use that code. I've been very busy this week personally for I've been very busy recently. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> I have. I've been very busy. Very, very busy. And that was not helpful. I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'll just go to the Steam page of Multiverses and see what it says. It says July 19th. <laughs> oh, so, so this open beta may just be straight early access then, maybe? Yeah. Oh, it, it's it? Well, I mean, it's just showing July 19th for the purposes of people are in there and can play it right now gotcha. with the early access and leave reviews and that. Gotcha. But you can't just go in and download it cool. so that's like that was not as helpful as i was hoping it would be <laughs> just doing a quick google search on it all it says is for initial release is july 2022 so maybe that is just early so, yeah. release. so it's, it's already out then well essentially yeah it's the early access is out now and it's like it's it's open and available for people to leave reviews on steam on uh, but I assume when it goes into the like it's the open beta yeah. essentially is when they're gonna it's the soft release of it where they're going to be like, we're just going to play this and roll it into the the full game, probably. I like this uh, article title from The Verge under top stories. It says, Multiverses adds Fortnite characters, LeBron James. I, and I, I meant to send that to you earlier. I meant to screenshot that and send it to you because I was like, that is somebody that only, that, that is somebody who writes Fortnite articles yes. wow. and knows nothing else. Yes. That person. Oh, man. I, oh, I totally funny. forgot to send that to you earlier. That's I funny. was laughing my ass off at that. That person uh, needs help. Yeah, yeah, they need they need some Heads, assistance. Fortnite I, characters, LeBron, yeah, like when, when I saw Morty. when I saw that earlier, I I Damn. just stared at it and kind of laughed at it for a couple minutes. I was like, I've I've never read something that disappointed me so much. <laughs> oh man! But I mean, I am curious to see what actual roster we're gonna get because there's been several speculation and whatnot, and um, yeah, because I just seeing this current roster, I'm just like. This isn't what I expected for team ups, but I mean I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's enough of a random good time, you know. When I roll into a game with Harley Quinn and I'm backed by Arya Stark, I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well, man. Right. Cause what I want to see is random Scooby Doo villains. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> probably I mean, hell, you'll probably get them. Add, I mean, add like just some, well. no, some notable ones, you know, yeah, like because, from the movies. Because like out of speculation, the only character that's been teased through leaks is Scooby. No, for Scooby Doo itself yeah. at this point because they have Shaggy and Velma right now, right? Yes. Yeah. How does Velma play? Velma is broke into shit. Is she okay? That makes perfect sense that she is because like, like her, her wanna... basic attacks, like her side attack, it isn't just like a fist or anything. Shit, it's literally just speech bubbles. 
It's her just I saying it's her just saying me. phrase words and hitting you with it. She throws like a chemical on the ground where if you stand on it for long enough, you freeze in an ice block. <clears throat> she sprints across the map or lane, and anyone who's in front of her, she just picks up, takes them to the other end, and just throws their ass. Mm-hmm. And then uh, her other thing is, for, I still haven't figured out what the hell it does. It makes her and her allies' heads extra large. They get big head mode for some reason. I haven't figured out what the point of that is. That doesn't shock me because, like, when it comes to these sort of games, right? It those the oddball characters that get added in are always fucking broken. Where it's just like, why would why would you be in the game? You know, they are always so good because it, it, that applies to like Smash. Like, because I remember because uh, like. I don't know how it is now. I have not watched any Smash like Ultimate competitive, but I know like at least in Smash Four, like when Duck Hunt Dog was a thing, like yeah. dude, Duck Hunt Dog is so fucking good. But it's such an oddball character. Same thing with when Unite initially came out. Camerupt was awesome. When uh, Cam- Camerant, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Cramerant. God, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Cam- uh, Cramerant. When Cramerant, like when the game that he was busted and he was like the most oddball member of the group. Yes. So it's just like, that makes so much sense that Velma's busted as shit. And then he was a Gatling bird. Dude, true. I mean, so far all the characters are fairly, I mean, I'm going to be honest, John, you're going to get this. It's like smite balanced. All all the characters are broken and it works together. (laughs) Balancing of smite. Everyone, if, if one character is, it's the mentality of one character is strong. Don't nerf character, buff everyone else. Yes. Man, I haven't played Smite in a while. Smite's fun. Because, I mean, I have run into a game with just about every character where they've been with the person playing them has been very overpowering and just dominant mm-hmm. at times. So I think the only one I have yet to see, just because I haven't seen a whole lot of people playing them, is Granite. Mm, okay. But I remember from the previous closed beta... I ran into a couple Granite players who were very good. Okay. So I have not seen a character so far that's just like, oh, that's awful. It's just a thing of people learning the mechanics. Yeah. Like in Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry initially was like, I don't get it, but I've seen people who have figured Tom and Jerry out and just gone to town on people. Right. It's like, oh, this clicks, and they just do their thing. Yeah, because Tom and Jerry's weird. Okay. Yeah. I'll be excited when I actually jump into it and try to figure out who I'm going to play be fun zach's just like let's go i'm ready <laughs> and which from what they've what i've seen they do plan on having a free rotation of characters too oh that's good yeah i mean that's i i almost said that's should be standard yeah which yeah. i mean in any game just about any game where if it's going to be a free to play game and you're going to have a roster of characters that you have to unlock might as well have a free rotation, rotation. yeah yeah otherwise everyone's just going to play the same character true all right, uh, let's move on. I got a couple more topics here for talking points, and we'll hit the weekly wrap up. Uh, so first, uh, let's talk about Halo Infinite here. Uh, Why? So, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so apparently, with the Halo Infinite multiplayer, it's a, apparently reportedly causing players to lose quite a bit of their internet if you're in a situation where you don't have unlimited. Which I have completely forgotten that's still a thing for people. Because I've had unlimited internet for so long, but that you know that is still a thing for people. Yeah. Where apparently one single game is eating up a gig of internet. Oof. Yeah, which that's pretty hefty. And three four three is acknowledge this and investigating why and how this is happening. So 
not going to really dive too much into that unless you guys want to. The more thing I wanted to kind of dive into, because I saw a lot of people putting this in comments of like this article from VGC, and I just kind of thought it'd be a fun conversation here, is, you know, is Halo Infinite because of this, because of everything that's happened with like the campaign and, and No Forge and the lack of content, how they've handled the game so far, is this like... At this point, do you guys consider this one of not 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 the biggest, but one of the bigger gaming failures in history? Because I saw a lot of people throwing that out there. I think it actually has a fair argument. I'm not going to call it a bust because the game itself is still fun, like you know. But there's been so many problems with this game. I would personally consider it in the list somewhere of biggest gaming failures. I was kind of curious you guys' take on. It. I wouldn't necessarily call it one of the biggest gaming failures, just because. At least that, to me, the term failure makes it seem like the game was a bust and dead. Um, I would definitely consider it one of the... In the realm of one of the games with the most controversies at this time. That's true. That's That's, happened at this time. I I would say... I wouldn't call it, like, a overall failure. failure. Mm -hmm. I would say... I would phrase it more as wasted potential. Ooh, that's a good way to put it. Because the game had so much potential. It had everyone was jumping into it, ready to play it and all that. And then they've done absolutely nothing. Yep. They've they've pushed everything back. They've not delivered. They haven't it's like they haven't brought any like big updates that people were hoping for and nothing has really changed. It's like they were hoping that the same it's like just jumping into it here's a few maps here's some game modes and that this will carry you through like it did 10 years ago we're not 10 years ago anymore people have a vast library of like free games to go play instead of this and they've chosen to do that because they didn't do anything to entice them to say right and i I will say I, i do think the the while i do think it could make an argument for a gaming failure. I do think the argument can be made. I will say, I do still think the potential for this game is still there. It's just going to be a matter of, once this stuff comes out that we've been waiting on, how good is it going to be? I think that's going to make or break the game, obviously. Because, like, I mean, uh, the co-op campaign, it blows me away that that's still not out. But, like, just talking about Forge, there was some, uh, like, leaked Forge video here recently. I don't know if it was leaked or, just, uh, or insiders using it. Um, where Forge is, as as advertised, more expansive than you can even possibly imagine. So stuff like that, I think, could put the game back in a better light in, in a way. But it's still also going to come back to... Once these couple things are done, once these big checklist items are out of co-op, campaign, and forge, and they can strictly focus on multiplayer, what's going to come with it? You know what I mean? To entice you to come back and stay. Well, the, I've, you go, John. I was, I was just going to say, the problem with that is the game has, the multiplayer has been out now for, what, um, eight months? Yeah, eight months yeah. or so. Yeah. It's, it's been out for eight months. It was, it was like, Popping. Six months ago, it was hot. Everybody yep. was in. Everybody was excited about it. It's like Halo Esports was starting to pop back up. Yep. Everybody was raring to go on it. The problem is, at this point, the game has lost like 95% of its population, yep. at least on PC. I don't know about consoles. But like on PC, it's lost like 95% of its population. Mm. 
it's like and bringing in the co-op campaign yeah people might jump into it for a weekend to play with their friends forge people might pick it up and go okay well let me go let me go see if I can remake this old map that I made in like Halo 3 or Halo 4 or something like that. I think Forge would be a game changer. Well, here it's a, the thing is, I don't agree. Mm. I think it would have been a game changer, but they've missed their window. That's fair. I think I think with all the bad publicity they've had and the player kind of outrage at not getting the updates or not having the tools there, and we've, we've said this before, it was nice that they launched it, and it was a surprise launch for the multiplayer. Yeah. It wasn't ready. It wasn't close to ready. Mm-mm. And it's like, and because of that, and all the problems they've had to be fixing on the back end, and trying to get the game, like, stable essentially, yep. they've not been able to focus on the content and everything that everybody expected to come, like, in the immediate aftermath of the release. And now, since a large majority of the player base has kind of like walked away from it. Yeah, I don't it. think Forge is enough to bring it back. It'll bring back the people that like making the maps or they might going in and having a good map editor. Yeah, and it's just like, really enjoy Halo. It's like they'll come in and they'll make their maps and they'll play around with it for a little bit, but they're not going to stay just because of Forge. It so, just depends on what comes out of it. It depends on what, because like Forge is like, it, it's it's with, with where Halo Infinite is at right now, it's a mindset of, okay, if you're not going to do it, I'll do it myself. You know, the Thanos. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. So it's like, once Forge comes out, like if you get those dedicated players like you're talking about that just like love Forge, love Halo, and they get in there and they create some really enticing maps and game modes or whatever, then that could bring some more people back into into Halo Infinite. But how much will it spike it? I don't think it's going to be groundbreaking, but I think it'll be enough of a boost to kind of keep the game going for right now. So you're thinking of leaning off that, I think, I feel like Halo Infinite's at that level of No Man's Sky. Oh, okay. I feel like at this point, whenever that content comes out... Will it bring a lot of people back? No. Will it bring some people back? Yes. But it's going to be a matter of whether the community is going to stay alive and what updates we're going to see and whatnot. Because No Man's Sky now is popping up there. Yep. Like tons of people are playing it. They're constantly doing updates. All the things that people had against No Man's Sky when it first came out. Greatest redemption arc in history. Yes. So I feel like Halo Infinite at this point is at that level of No Man's Sky of where it's at the bottom and we won't really get to see wherever it lands until once they get all this stuff out. And a year or two later after uh, people have messed with it. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I say I think they missed their window on mm-hmm. the Forge. It's not that they've missed their window and it's like it's not going to be the, like, quite the, I don't think it's going to be quite the game changer. You you say it's going to be, I think it's going to be the thing of the people are going to come back. They're going to base, they're probably going to, like, a lot of the map editors, first thing they're going to do is they're going to jump in and they're going to make their favorite old maps for people to play on. And it's like, I think people will enjoy that. They'll kind of go in and do that. But it's not going to be the spike that everybody, or that people hope it would be because of that. But to Zach's uh, point, a year from now, it could be a different story. A year from now, there could be enough there for there to at least be like a dedicated fan base for it. Mm-hmm. But that that's why I, I said earlier wasted potential because this game with how good it felt upon initially jumping in and playing it it could have thrived where now it's struggling to stay afloat 
Yeah. And I, I also think, you know, I don't know when any of it's coming out. I mean, it could have been on that roadmap, and I just can't remember. But I think another thing that will also give it a little bit of a boost and it kind of work its way back up, kind of like what you're saying with No Man's Sky, is once they just add in some of these other fucking game modes that are supposed to be in there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. add, add in, like, the infection that's supposed to be in there. Griffball have its own playlist. You know, those kind of, like, not just, like, standard slayer and objective like we have just right now. Like, add in, like, the... Like, add in, you know, the more relaxing stuff, I would say. Because, I mean, those games, like, you know, you go into a Slayer match and you go into an objective match, like, you know, even if you're a casual player, like, you're still, like, in the mode of, all right, let's fucking try to win this shit. You know what I mean? But, like, you go into Infection and Griff Balls, like, all right, let's go have a good fucking time. You know, you're just dicking. It's not a big deal. You know, so I think once you get, like, some, you know, just the more game modes, you know, more maps are going to be a big win as well. But, like, let's just get the more game modes in there and, you know, uh, I, I forge whatever. I mean, I think the game could make a No Man's Sky comeback, but it's just how long is it going to take? And, you know, once, you know, these the said pieces come out, then how much longer we're going to have to wait for, like, more content since it is that free-to-play I formula. See, the, the big thing with this is going to be, like, the No Man's Sky thing is a fact of a matter of whether 343 will dedicate the time to continue yeah. pushing it or whether they feel like they need to cut their losses after so long. Right. So, I don't. I I don't want to say that I don't think it'll happen, but I struggle to see how this game, Halo Infinite, could actually do a turnaround. Because the thing with the thing that makes No Man's Sky such a great redemption story is, it's not what people wanted, but it became what they wanted, which was the space exploration game, being able to go around and kind of do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, Halo is just a different first-person shooter. And the thing is, we got such other good first-person shooters out there right now. In in 2022, I don't know if Halo, if the Halo name itself carries enough for it to distinguish itself just based on that name. Mm, okay. Because there's it's like there's other games out there like granted apex is a battle royale but it is a fantastic first person shooter and if people are just wanting to hop in and play a first person shooter that's a solid game that people can jump in jump out of but there's maps that rotate through challenges to doing that whereas halo right now you're jumping in you got your objective mode you got slayer you ain't got much else yeah you got the couple you got the few maps it's like <laughs> you got it. a few maps to play yep. with and all that and it's like in I don't know. It like I said, I don't know if I don't know if ha- the name Halo carries the weight that it used to. Uh to to carry infinite long enough for people to or for the game to get to where people wanted it to be mm-hmm. or for the community to do it themselves. Mm. I don't know if the name carries the weight. Not like it used to, yeah. Yeah. Too much damage is done kind of thing. Yeah. You know, between number one, just how uh, of disaster of a game Halo 5 was and you come into Halo Infinite with all yeah. the problems that yeah it, it was the, the name the, is damaged it's like the name it's like from the past few games that mm-hmm. had been released they weren't the quality that people wanted they weren't the games people wanted right. and then you, and then we get infinite and it's like oh it feels great yep feels like Halo there, but there's nothing yeah and that's what sucks so much and what you what why are you saying waste potential is phenomenal cuz like it it feels like a damn Halo game. I mean, like you play it and you're you can tell that it's Halo, but then it's just like there's nothing else there. Yeah, and that's what's unfortunate. And I do love the no uh, the No Man's Sky comparison. I think that's a good comparison for the game as well. So, 
I don't know. We'll we'll see if we'll see the turnaround on this if there's gonna be one. I think I think there will be, but I just think it's gonna take time. And, and that's and the question is, when I say there's gonna be a turnaround, I just more so mean in the game itself. Yeah. We'll we'll see if the turnaround happens with community as well. I think the game will get turned around, but by the time it does, how much community will be left? That's gonna be the big question. Yeah. At, at this point, I would say. I mean, I don't want. I, to be fair, I don't. Or to be clear, I don't want the game. To be what it is, I don't want yes. it to be this this yep. thing that everybody complains. We want about. it. We want it to be great. It's like we'll I stress. I that. want Halo to be great. It's just not, yeah. and I don't see this game transforming it back to being great. Right. It's still like, better than Battlefield twenty forty two. That's true. Yeah, you know, Battlefield twenty forty two claimed yeah. Halo killed it. <laughs> I can't get over that. Yeah. Well, the, you know the surprise release of Halo Infinite. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I will. I will say just it's like if 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 Halo is to restore its name, I don't know that this is the game to do it. Is mm, the is, okay. is kind of how I'll leave that. Okay. Because this game could turn around, but I don't. I don't know if it's going to build the goodwill back up. It might be the next game that does it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we'll we'll continue to see how it goes and see when this shit comes out. I, I guess one thing to also keep an eye on is here in like a week and a half, we'll see if the the co-op campaign flight ends up going well. We'll we'll keep an eye on that here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you nope. saying no, but we'll still keep an eye on it. All right, last talking point here for the day. Uh, we're you know Pokemon leak season is here. We we touched on it last week. Uh, the leaker um, claims they're done, but they've claimed they've been done like six times in a week span, uh, and deactivated their account like six times in a week span. But apparently now they are actually done. Because they're desperate, they're horribly afraid they're going to get Nintendo Ninja'd, which fair, probably would happens every time. I don't remember what was like, the, like the dollar amount or anything, but I know the people that leaked Sword and Shield, bro, they got so fucked in court. Like it was a stupid amount of money for how much Nintendo fucked them for. So I, I get that. I get that. Uh, all right. So I want to again touch on the gimmick. So the gimmick is like, you know, it's, it's basically turning Pokemon into like a crystallized look and it's just gaining an additional stab uh, based on like an item that you're holding. Um, so I, the crystallized thing is just for simple like aesthetic. Like, hey, that's what you look like. But the main po- point is to gain the additional stab, which is going to be really interesting for competitive. Speaking of interesting for competitive, uh, Pommy, the little electric type that was already revealed, its evolution apparently gets a one use move that can actually revive one of your Pokemon in battle. So that's going to be very interesting for competitive. Yeah, only one PP is all it's got. Uh, but it can revive a Pokemon in battle. So that will be very interesting for competitive. Um, but so there is ancient and future species of Pokemon that they're called Paradox Pokemon. And to no surprise, ancients and Scarlet apparently, and futures in, in Violet, you know, the different forms. It's just, you know, the uh, older Pokemon getting said forms. Uh, there are three major cities and nine towns. Regional deck should be 400 to 500. Uh, DLC should be a thing. Elite Four is back. Uh, gyms, as we talked about last week, will not level scale. Experience share can't be deactivated. That's no surprise. That's just the error that we're in. Uh, now, one thing that caught a lot of people's attention this, uh, throughout these leaks is that there is no daycare. So everyone's just like, okay, so breeding is dead. So how do you get eggs? Uh, but there was confirmed another mechanic to get eggs. Apparently, replacing daycare and the breeding and stuff will be in the Pokemon camp that was in Sword and Shield. They revamped the Pokemon camp. It's bigger and better than ever, apparently. You can like wash your Pokemon uh, to help get friendship points, which is, I guess, great for those friendship evolutions. Although some Pokemon just absolutely despise getting 
washed. So maybe I don't know. I'd imagine that wouldn't be ones that have friendship evolution. So, but hey, at least there's an easy way to get friendship points because those are sometimes kind of annoying to get. Just depends on the mon. Uh, but also in that camp is, I guess, how they fuck and make eggs. That, that's my. That's what I've come to understand here. Uh, apparently, the map is claimed to be bigger than all the Hesia areas combined, though, so that's cool. Uh, Pokemon following is back. Uh, catching style from Pokemon Legends is not back, though. Uh, but the evolutions and move learning from Pokemon Legends is back. So, like, the okay. evolutions one is pretty cool. I, mean, I like that, that that's back. I mean, the the way they, the way Legends did their, like, their move sets, just basically having the pool that you could swap between at any point yeah, in yeah, time, yeah. and or just being able to go and learn go up to the like the trainer and mm-hmm. and be able to get like whatever tm they could learn basically they just had there that you could swap over to right like assuming that between that they just mean like the moves are there in a list and yeah. you can just swap them out at will it's like that's i mean hell that's awesome why couldn't we just have that all the time yeah cuz it's like that cuz other previous games just had gimmicks for doing that mm mm-hmm. It was like whether it be like heart skills or something like that in previous games or collecting some resource and then having to take it to a certain house. Right. It's like I don't know. That's that's one of the one of the just niche nicest changes. Quality of life. Yeah. I am disappointed by the catching style not being back though. But I mean, I, I'm not butthurt about it. It's yeah, fine. I don't know. I I kind of prefer the traditional style. Over okay. The, that's over, fair. Over the other one. Uh, Overworld Shinies is back though, so that's cool. And apparently, sh- the shiny rates are uh, seem to be like the same level they were with Legends, which for hardcore shiny hunters will uh, probably upset them and piss them off because it's like it feels like it takes away from the value of the shiny. But for someone like me who despises shiny hunting with a passion, but would still like some shinies, I'm here for that because uh, I've never had fun shiny hunting besides Pokemon Legends. Nah, man. Only shinies you get are full odd shinies you just randomly encounter. That it does happen to you. That happened to me a few times in Legends. That was cool. Uh, alpha Pokemon are back. They won't be called Alphas, but they will have similar functionality and be related to the story. Uh, mass Outbreaks are back, and Size Variations is back as well. Uh, some new uh, Pokemon teases. There's a Ghost Dog. There's a Coin Pokemon that transform that evolves into a Gold Doll. Uh, finally, a Grass Fire type. I've been waiting for this one for years. Uh, apparently, it's going to be something which. Not no surprising. This is everyone's been like everyone's like fake them on for many years now. Is it being a, a pepper of some capacity? But yeah, so I'm, I've been waiting for a grass fire type for a very long, long time. Uh, a a Cayman Rider Pokemon, so that's cool. Uh, bug fighting type. Uh, you know that, of course, being like uh, like poke, uh, Power Power Ranger stuff, Super Sentai stuff over in Japan inspired. Uh, a fire, a flying fighting flamingo. So that's cool. Uh, some so for regional forms, uh, Wooper will have a regional form as well as like its own uh, regional like new evolution. Tauros will apparently have three different regional forms, and it's not evolutions. It's they're all Tauros, but they're all going to be different and different types depending on the area of the map that you find them. So like one of them is a single type, the other two are dual types, for example. Uh, so that should be interesting. New evolutions for Primeape, Wooper, like I already mentioned, Dunsparce, uh, Drafferg, which I have already seen that one, and Bisharp, which I think I've seen that one as well. Uh, for the Primeape one, apparently it's a uh, ghost fighting type, uh, which the backstory behind that is involving its um, description, where it's like the end of the description says something uh, something involving it being so hyped up it, it dies or something like that. I don't know. Uh 
but it's apparently a ghost fighting type. Uh, for ancient species, uh, Jigglypuff, Amoongus, uh, Volcarona, Salamance, or Tyranitar, unsure which, and because whichever one gets the ancient, that one's getting the future. Uh, Volcarona, you're, you're about to get to the exciting one. Delibird. Oh yeah, <laughs> getting a future species. Now, yeah, yeah. Everything, every <laughs> out of everything on the list, I was like, this one. It's like this one's gonna be the cool one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it is. Like I mean, like I, like I mentioned with multi, like the oddball ones. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be cool. Uh, Gallade also getting a future species, and Volcarona also getting a future. Apparently, when it comes to the, the paradox mons, some mons in the game will get both. Some mons will only get one or the other. Volcarona is one that will have an ancient and a future species, so that's pretty cool. And like I said, Salamancer Tyranitar. Um, it, it's unsure which who's getting which one. Uh, and then the convergent species, which apparently that is just a new mon that looks similar to an old mon, but they are unrelated, and they're so just- it's space dittos. Basically, okay. You know, they're they're also being called regional fakes online. So like Diglett is confirmed to have one, uh, where you know it looks like a Diglett, but it has nothing to do with Diglett. Different name, different Pokedex entry. Uh, it just happens to look like a Diglett. There's a couple mons that are like that. Yeah, they just got tired of making like having to come up with new mons, and they went, "We're gonna draw that." But different color. Change it a little bit. <laughs> they're not even it calling a it a re- regional form. They're just saying, eh, it's just a whole new yeah. mon." They yeah. just look at it and go. Like what do we what do we need to do now? Just make another diglet and call it something else. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, as per normal, Pokemon is getting uh, really just kind of leaked out there. I, I saw some leaked pictures of like some of the gym leaders and stuff like that as well. Um, but I mean, I'm still pretty pumped up for this game. Um, I, I'm. It's always cool to see like all the the mods getting new evolutions because they always pick really random ones as well as some. It's like, oh yeah, I mean they could use some they could use some love. Apparently, uh, Hariyama is going to get a future form as well, uh, which that, that's pretty cool. Uh, I actually like Hariyama quite a bit. Uh, Deli Bird is going to be interesting. Uh, I'm here for whatever Amoongus is going to be because Amoongus is a really good competitive mod. So I'm very very curious about what the the ancient form is going to be. Uh, as well as like Primate, and, and of course Dunsparce. People have been calling for Dunsparce evolution for years. They've been wanting this to happen. Uh, so I'll be kind of curious to see what that's going to kind of turn into, as well as uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the Grass Fire type. I've been waiting. I, th- I want to say that is the only combination for Grass that does not have a type yet, I think. I think Grass Fire is the only one. What's the Pokemon that has like the Sombrero? Uh, Ludicolo. Yeah, what if it's just regional Ludicolo? Let's do it. I love Ludicolo. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I mean, th- this just gets me still pretty excited for the game. Um, everything about it sounds good to me. Uh, d- like I said, DLC should be a thing. That's pretty dope. I've seen the map kind of get... I've seen a couple of like really rough leaks of the map as well, like on one side. It does look pretty huge. So, um, boys, any thoughts on any of this besides the stuff that we already kind of shout out? I mean, I'm not the Pokemon person, yeah, so not really. Yeah. yeah, I know you don't know. I don't know, because a lot of the stuff, it's like, yeah, it's leaked out there. There's pictures and stuff out yep. there. I tend to take most of it all with a grain of salt until right. we get any sort of, like, actual footage from Nintendo about it. But it's like, I mean, optimistically, new. it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've not been the biggest fan of, like, the regional form since mm. I've started doing those. They're okay. It's like, they're okay, but it's like, you're basically, you, you're giving me, it's like, instead of giving me like an evolution or a new mon or something, you're just yep. giving me an old one 
like recolored or a slightly different design or something to it. Yeah, new type. And so just it's like it th- it's not my favorite thing that they do, but I mean at least they're at least when they do them, they're going back and they're giving like some of the old mons who've been around for fifteen years, twenty years, some love. Yeah. So it, it's nice to see those, and it's like, I mean, it, and actually having like a difference between the different versions of the game, like with different forms. I mean, gives a reason. It might give you a reason to actually have two different games now. True. Other than just slightly, or it's like one Dex gets this, these mons, the other one gets like these ones that that one doesn't get. Yeah, it's like it's it looks to actually have a difference between them now. Looking with the forms, yeah, yeah with the forms that give, might give you a reason to want to have one over the other. Right, but and that I is mean, a good point. That is a very good point. It's like because I mean hell, I mean we've, we've had that's the main gimmick between the the different versions of the game has just been you get this legendary and this one. You get the other one and that one, and there's a few different mons you can't get inside of them. Yeah. So finally having a reason to get one over the other, if you like, if one certain mon in particular really speaks to you, or you really want to play with that one, mm-hmm. it's like I mean, that's nice to actually see some variation. Yeah, because I think um, the only thing that I can think of off the top of my head that they've done that is just Applin in Sword and Shield. Yeah. Based on the version of the game will depend on the apple you get to evolve it. I think that's the only time I think the only one that I can think of where it's like a one Pokemon there was having different evolutions depending on the game. I think the only other one that was like that was Lycanroc. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then it's like So like they've dabbled in exploring that idea, but now they're really going all out with it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like so hope, hopefully they, it's like it's fully embraced yeah, and yeah. like gives plenty of different choices between it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm excited. We should see some news, uh, Pokemon news sometime here in the near future. Uh, there should, I would imagine, I think there's a trailer coming out sometime soon. Pokemon has been like real heavy these past like week doing a lot of merch news and a lot of Unite news. It's been about every yeah. day yeah. a new email has come out. With yeah, some news. so I think there will be Scarlet and Violet stuff here coming soon. I will say for the Unite stuff, I did see where they're adding runes now. I thought that was kind of interesting. I saw, I saw the, the, the the data mind image for all how the rune system's going to work. I, okay. hadn't, I hadn't looked at Unite in a while. And like, I haven't and looked then, since me and you got on and got our absolute shit wrecked. That was the last time I like, got on. I saw, <laughs> I saw an emo and they were like, this, this new attacker and this one and this one. Yep. And I'm, I'm looking at it going, the fuck did that happen <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah because like they're hyping up glaceon i'm just like damn like, i didn't know glaceon got a lot of different stuff added in now it was glaceon right yeah okay um they also had espion too didn't they i have well espion well, was before i think we all quit yeah no that no. was sylveon yeah it was sylveon oh okay yeah you're right well sylveon was already in the game well, yeah, yeah that, that was right before we quit yeah that was, and then i think they had espion now glaceon they've added uh buzz hole um and they've added Tyranitar, so all rounders getting some. Love. I still don't think they had another speedster. I still think it's the original speedster. I don't think I don't a new one's been added. I mean, I know they had. Uh, <laughs> I forget it. The Fox Firestarter. Yeah, Del, Del Fox. Yeah. I need to get back on there eventually. Nope, nope. I, I mean, I'm saying I need to eventually. It's still yeah, a fun game. That's, that's that's just our response. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's still a fun game, but I mean, it was fun for what it was. But yeah, the, it's like it was. It was fun. It was gimmicky for what it was for when I played it. I had some fun with it, but I don't know. It's it's a little little more gimmicky than I 
feel like jumping back into. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because, I mean, the game was set up where you could dick off for eight minutes and then still lo- and, you know, win in the last two. So, anyway, all right. Uh, we'll hit the weekly wrap-up now. We actually have a lot of stuff here in the weekly wrap-up. A lot of stuff to kind of go over. So, the first thing in the weekly wrap-up is Xbox Discord partnership that is currently available right now for Xbox Insiders. Yep. Should be coming soon to consoles and stuff like that, which is awesome. But the way to, like, access it seems like a roundabout thing where you have to, like, pull up Discord, like, on your phone, scan a QR, or sorry, scan a QR code, and it gets linked that way. But I do think that we're we're heading towards this future where Discord is naturally just integrated into a console. I mean, we already know about the Sony partnership as well with Discord. So we are heading that way where Discord can just be downloaded on your console. I think we're heading that way, which, which is this, great. Which this was one when, when that was announced. I thought that was already... A th- I thought that had already happened. No. I was like, how... How are we in 2022 and this has something like this hasn't already yeah, happened? Yeah, I know. So, looking forward to the future for that. Uh, we've got a bunch of Ubisoft news here. Uh, to no one's surprise, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora has been delayed to fiscal year 2023-2024. Seriously, who the fuck thought this game was coming out this year? Like, I mean, when I saw this was delayed, I mean, like, why not? No, we know <laughs> nothing else about it. Why wouldn't it come out this yeah, year? Yeah, just you know, yeah, and then it would be like a disaster. I was like, sure, put it out. Now, I imagine they really tried because they wanted to line it up with the movie. Yeah. Like, I imagine, but I, I don't think anyone guessed this movie was actually coming out. Uh, there are multiple Assassin's Creed games in development. I already mentioned Project Riff uh, last week, uh, which is a standalone Valhalla game, and there. What, what what happened? No, carry it, on. It's just carry between on. us. Okay, between you guys. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as well as another one called Project Red, which is possibly set in Asia. No. Um, and then both these projects will be part of Assassin's Creed Infinity later, as all Assassin's Creed games are apparently going to become, as we've already kind of heard and we've t- chatted about before. Uh, they've so, all... S- so this is... Infinity is just... Good. It's not at this a point. It's just hub. like it's yeah. just a it's just a place you go to launch your game. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's really what it sounds like. It's just a you know live service Assassin's Creed game where I'll have all the old games. They got tired of having to make a new, new file for every Assassin's Creed, so they're yep. just gonna put in Infinity. Yeah, it's yep. like you just load that up. Which one do you want to play? Yep, basically. Uh, they recently had some canceled projects that was confirmed, like Splinter Cell VR and Ghost Recon Frontline. Uh, and there's two other unannounced games got uh, canceled. And then there's apparently a spinoff of Immortals Phoenix Rising in development right now. Polynesian-themed spinoff, so that'd be kind of cool. Is it bad every time I hear that? I think of Phoenix Wright. That's a fair, though. That's fair. No, So, no, I wouldn't say it's bad. Uh, but yeah, a lot of Ubisoft news this week, uh, and then we got a lot of a uh, lot of dates, a lot of announcements uh, for some games. First up, oh, wait, wait, let me guess, October. Yes. <laughs> so okay, two things about these, two <laughs> things about all these dates, right? When I came across two of these, I had two immediate thoughts, and they're both from you. The first thought was with the first one here on the lineup of Dragon Ball The Breakers set to come out October 14th. So the moment I saw that, I just heard John say, yeah, when everyone was just like, you know how your games are coming out in 2022? We mean October. And then the other thought that I had involving this news is when I saw the leaked release date for Sonic Frontiers. And initially the leaked the date that came out was 11 8 and then it was like hours later, it was changed to 12-3. So when I saw that 11-8, I immediately heard in my head you from la- like an episode or two ago with God of War when we were talking about Skull and Bones where you're just like, so you're just sending it out to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I thought with the Sonic. When I saw that 11-8 date, the day before God of War, I'm like, 
Okay, Sega, so you're sending Sonic out to get slaughtered. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's the 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 way the date changing like that. It's it. I could I could almost imagine that as like someone sends the email out and they're like, "All right, here we go." Fuck, that's God of War. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you're sending Sonic out to die, man. Thanks, appreciate that. Well, depending on uh, in August and Dragon Ball. And whether I'm under an NDA, I might be able to talk about that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. You did get into that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes, you I just, guess. You fucking get he, into does, he gets into everything. <laughs> as soon as he said that in the Discord, I'm did like, just, this dude signs up for everything. Do you just like go <laughs> online and go, what games have sign-ups available? And no. Then just start, and then just I start like signing up for everything? <laughs> no, I didn't do that for years, but just whatever this year, I've had some extra time and I was just browsing through stuff. And as I see stuff and I see see trailers and like oh yeah we're doing this thing i just immediately click it and go sign up <laughs> he gets in everything i don't know man. where he finds all this he's <laughs> like just, i wanted to I didn't, like, I didn't hear about marvel snap and i'm more of the marvel fanboy in here it's like he's he's over here like oh hey it's like you mentioned he goes oh yeah i'm gonna be in i'm gonna be yeah. in that closed testing here next week what <laughs> <laughs> oh man i, I don't know that. what you want from me guys <laughs> to know yeah <laughs> yeah we just want to know heads up <laughs> Well, that was the heads up because literally I had only done it like I had got a thing about it. Um, actually, yeah, that was the heads up because I signed up for that thing. I think like two days before he posted that. Okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny because it's like out of nowhere. You're like, yeah, I'm in this test. Oh, yeah, this test comes. <laughs> this test is like two weeks from now. I'm going to be in that one, too. <laughs> Basically. Uh, we also got a release date for Team and T Cowbong Collection set for 830. Shout out to that. And we also have a date for a Destiny 2 showcase on 823. I imagine showing off the next expansion. Remember yeah. when Destiny 2 was supposed to die after like its third expansion? Yep. Man, that game is just... Man, they're really just plugging away at it. Yep. Now, I did hear from uh, a guy that I've met through work that who religiously plays Destiny 2, and he's very openly acknowledged of the problems of the game, and he claims up and down that the game is unfucking believable now. Like, it's just so much better than you Oh, I hear that from a lot of people. But I still haven't got on. I, I have downloaded it at least on my PS5 to try to play, but I just haven't got yeah. it on. Eh, Even if you jump into it right now and try to go in and play it, welcome to, like, the next six months of having to grind through everything yep. that everyone else did over the past three years <sighs> yep. or five years, however long it's been. Uh, next up, we did get a first look at Yakuza 8. Shout out to that. I mean, it wasn't much. No, it wasn't. But hopefully here around the corner, we can get some more info. I uh, did get a Mario Strikers Battle League update. Daisy was added to the game. And Shy, Shy Guy. Guy. Yep. Yep. Uh, and a new armor set. Yeah. And this was uh, this was record time for Nintendo and their sports games getting an update out just a month later. And they got an update. That's record time for them. Uh, it's almost as if it was already done and they were just holding it in their back pocket. Just saying. Uh, we also got some uh, Spider-Man PC features and specs, which this was actually pretty dope to see. You know, unlocked frame rate, DLSS support, ray tracing improvements, and uh, ultra-wide monitor support, as well as it can support up to three monitors. You can uh, with a certain. No, you can really feel like you're swinging through the city, dude. I know. Like, I honestly, I'm thinking about running it on these three monitors up here. I feel like it'd be really cool to see. see there's two different types of people here. There's pe right, there's here him go. who's like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run it on these three monitors up here and have it looking all nice. And me, I'm sitting here going, that just sounds like a lot of extra fluff to sell it. Again. <laughs> hey, it's like that's I'm just it. it's I'm like that's it. just them putting stuff that they would have had in there anyway as like an extra. Hey, look at what we can do, so people will buy it again. 
Hey, I'm buying it. I want to play. <laughs> I mean, on PC. that one doesn't really need fluff, though. I know, yeah, but it's yeah. like it's just one of those where it's like they could just say, "Hey, come into PC," and it's gonna sell like fucking crazy. But yep. they go, you know what? But now you can do all this. It's like I'm pretty sure I would have been able to do that anyway. Right. Uh, we also got some details on God of War Ragnarok plot. Uh, the main one being is that you will get to explore all nine realms, which I did see a lot of questions leading up to this, if that was going to be possible, where like one person in particular is like, please tell me it's not just going to be a snow game the entire game. And uh, the Santa, uh, Sony Santa Monica uh, account, whatever, you know, replies like, don't worry, you'll get to explore everything. Everything will be explored in the, the game. The only thing with the nine realms that I'm hoping for is we got to experience a couple realms yeah, in the yeah. first game. I'm just hoping it's not a closed-in box every single time for it. Right, because maybe some of them be more open. It's like at least like an open-ish area yep. where you can like walk around where not it's like you have this one path to follow through this way. It's like, granted, they need that for narrative reasons and to kind of drive the player forward, but it's like not everything needs... Or I, I would hope at least if they're going to go through the trouble of making the nine realms playable where you can go to all of them, that you at least get a little more than just a pathway that leads you on I was to the about story. To say, you're, you're on that kick of, okay, first time I'll give it to you because narrative. If you're giving sending me there again, I yeah. better be able to run around. Exactly. Right. It's yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you showed us this mechanic in the first one and it was all narrative based. We're going, it's like we're going, one, we're going to hell to get this heart. Of the gatekeeper, to, and it's like, and then the other row is like, we're going here to do this specific goal, and then we're coming back. It's like in this one, you're just telling us you can go explore the nine realms. Let me explore a little bit. I'm not saying give me a massive open area right. to run around in and give me a whole world to, to play with. Let me walk around a bit. Yeah, don't just, check out some stuff. It's like don't just put don't make a pathway and basically just put me on rails to walk while a, a character talks to me. I will say I feel like that is a possibility because from from some of the general conversation that I've seen is that this game is is bigger than we could imagine oh, it yeah. being. So. I mean, I've I've I'm fully expecting this game to be bigger, bigger and like just more right of what we got previously, uh, because like my picking up from where we left off, my only real questions with it is. Where do we upgrade from where we left off? Mm-hmm. Because we're already we're already going back in with powerful Kratos unless something happens at the beginning of this game to get us our, get our asses kicked again. So where we got to build back up. Which would be standard. Up. Yep. Yeah, which is pretty standard for the games. But it would be if they just let us keep the power level we were at and go from there, What what's our upgrade system? What's driving us it's like, what are we striving towards other than just the narrative? Taking the there. devil may cry route and just making weapons out of gods. <laughs> I mean, very well possible. <laughs> and uh, with what you just said about how, like, you know, game starts, gets his ass kicked, whatever, it reminded me of this, uh, like, this this newspaper thing someone made the other day that just fucking cracked me up, where it's like a picture of Kratos, and you know, he, he, you know, it's it's a fake picture. So he's yeah. like, he's like smiling, whatever. And it's just like, man has funeral for his wife and starts apocalypse. <laughs> I just thought it was fucking hilarious because of how the game starts. Uh, all right, so next up, uh, just wanted to shut this out because I thought it was hilarious. Is Power Wash Simulator has become the fourth most popular game on Game Pass, passing Halo Infinite. I thought that was funny to see. Uh, and then the last little tidbit, I just want to plug out there for people because this is something to watch. 
Uh, Pokemon YouTuber Adrov, he's one of the biggest Pokemon YouTubers in the community. Uh, he's recently passed uh, millions of subscribers and like pretty much for this whole year. He's like taking a step back from streaming. He hasn't streamed besides doing a couple breaks. And it's all because of some secret project he's been working on forever. He finally revealed uh, a couple things about the project, like, like with uh, Creature and stuff. So basically he's creating, and this has been my opinion for months based on like the teases that he's done is that it seems like he's making a, an original monster uh catching game um and it's just something to keep an eye on because like if you don't follow Adrov, whether if you like him or you don't i personally have not checked out streams since pokemon legends marathon i haven't watched any of his videos in a while but i will still always give this dude the most massive credit in the world for like just being a fucking unbelievable workhorse. Like he has like a very high level of expectations for like his work and stuff. He's hired like a team of 30 plus people. He, like I said, he stopped streaming completely to work on this project. I'm just saying, if you're a Pokemon fan, keep an eye out for this because like, because of who's heading this project, you know, being a drive and his love for Pokemon his his own love is like his dedication to his work. I think this could be a monster catching game that could actually be probably pretty solid. Because you know most of them aren't that solid. I mean, there's a couple that aren't that bad uh, here and there, but for the yeah, most part... look at him for that. Yeah, mo for the most part, they're mostly flops. They don't really get anywhere. This is one to watch because he has the pool of the Pokemon community. Um, so I think this is... I'm, I'm just wanting to plug it. Just keep an eye out. Uh, just keep an eye out for his channel and for future updates. I think this could actually be pretty cool. Here's a question for you. I just now see Dragon Ball the Breakers limited edition. Okay. Apparently, if you get the limited edition, you get a shell, a cell shell figure. I saw that. I was very disturbed. What? Why? I was just very disturbed. So you know, like Cell's form, how he breaks out of yeah, it, his, like a his, shell. His larva form. Yep. His it's nine centimeters, apparently. Yeah. Sure. Also, there's a closed beta test for uh, Plus Ultra Rumble. Yeah, I forgot that's coming I out. I don't know what that is. That's the My Hero Academia oh. uh, BR. Forgot that was coming out, honestly. Hey, y'all said let y'all know. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I found out about this shit. All right, boys. Uh, last thoughts on anything we chat about here today? Uh, What follows up LeBron? Good, good. Good thought, good thought. Yeah. Good thought, and... uh. This point, fuck October, man. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> bro, true. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna hit the music. Right. Last thoughts, boys. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching us YouTube, you can help us build a community there and hit subscribe. And you can also hit the bell to let you know when a video comes up. Thank you very much. Bye. Do everything he said and more. And if you made it to the end of the episode, thank you very much. Uh, we kind of rambled on for a while there, and hopefully you'll be back for some more of it next week. I hope so, because next week we got Digimon Survive. Get to ramble on about that. Well, we had to ramble because we haven't done a spark bark, so we need to do it somewhere. Yeah, we do need to do a spark bark sometime soon. That needs to, that needs to get worked on. But yeah, uh, if you could also make sure to check out our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free, sign up five bucks a month. Head over to sparky3shop.com as well. Use promo code ARTISCOOL to get 25% off everything in the store. Uh, check out some Rogue Energy. Use referral link down below. Promo code SPARKY3 for 10% off. Uh, Swift Grips, Game Static, 10% off. And Red Dragon game set 10% off. Uh, join the Discord. Go check us out on Twitter at GameSearchPod. And check out the other shows Anime Plus, Table Football Show, Pop Movie Stuff, and Spark Park. Uh, I think that's it. So, with that said, until next time, guys, see you next week when we finally talk about Digimon Survive. Mm -hmm.